Welcome to the Book Report Podcast with Allie and Rach. I am Allie. And I'm Rach. We're s- still going strong on our spring break of spice. We have no plans of stopping. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Is, this, is this now just a romance book podcast? It really, I do feel like we should save some space in this episode to talk about the difference between romance and smut. Yeah. Because I think what we're reading is romance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not smut. I feel like just in the few books I've dipped my toe into mm-hmm. on Kindle Unlimited there is smut out there there's like different there's different variations there's uh-huh. grades there's niches it's a complex it's a complex Genre. literary world that mm-hmm. we are in but I'm into it I'm into all of the above these are I, I just haven't read much romance oh. in my lifetime and these are just great mm-hmm. sweet little baby Christian Allison <clears throat> sweet little baby evangelical Allison <laughs> found a like grocery store romance novel of her great grandmother's on Thanksgiving one time. Would that be considered smut? I I don't know what the definition. I think smut is like the broad term for anything that has okay. sexual stuff in it. To okay, me. but you know it was like very. It, I mean that was like it was a moment yeah. in my life where I knew nothing about anything and was bombarded with a sexual romance book in middle school. And then my at my great grandmother. Yeah, how do you connect those dots? Ooh, she would. She was not the person you would think would be reading this. Interesting. Did she hide them? It wasn't hidden. It was mm. in, so there was this like back guest bedroom and mm-hmm. it was where like all the kids hung out and stuff and she just had a bookshelf and it was just on there. And there back, is... it wasn't like, I feel like, I'm trying not to say like as much. Mm-hmm. I feel that now the covers are sneakier. I know if I see someone reading the cartoon Classic, Boy and Girl. Like Harlequin. No, well, those were not as sneaky. Nowadays, oh, okay. they're sneaky. It looks like any book. It looks like any book. A lot of them do. Mm-hmm. So you would never know. This was brazen, you know? Yeah. The man holding the woman in the flowing. And her bodice is And her ripped. bodice, yeah. Uh, would, you, would you consider the Game of Thrones series smut? No. No, I think. Would you consider you're about to send me down a wormhole? Sarah J. Moss, like the a court of the court of <sighs> thorns and roses. Man, now I'm questioning everything. My husband and I had a no. pretty lively. Is it when it's conversation like f- about what makes focused on it that the main point is I mean, the sex? I would say that. I don't think A Court of Thorns and Roses is. I don't think that series because is. Because it's fantasy. It's a fantasy world-building series that... Started out YA. Mm-hmm. And then no. it just it includes it. I wouldn't yeah. consider it a romance either. It includes all of those things, though. Mm-hmm. But so does Game of Thrones. Yeah, none of that is very consensual or, or happy or... Um, you're not reading it. There is sex in it. It is not consensual happy sex. That's true. And so it's definitely not smut. It's not romance, but it's because mm-hmm. it's oftentimes violent. It's written by a man and it's oftentimes violent and yeah. upsetting and triggering. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely not. But I do think people hold uh, fantasy books or any books really written in hi- – they hold it in higher regard if it's written by a man. This is my theory. Ooh, hot it could have just as much sex, but like Game of Thrones has tons of sex in it. It's not written well. It's not good. It's upsetting. Mm. But people hold it in higher regard. Something like Sarah J. Moss or, you know, Court of Thorns and Roses or whatever. Even if something is really well written, has a great following, has a great plot, great world building, it's kind of poo pooed on because it has consensual sex in it. It's written by a woman with great sex scenes, women having good sex. I think it gets poo-pooed on because of that. Interesting. I mean, sure, you could argue all day long about the writing styles or the world building or this and that. And there are probably valid points there. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there are romance books. There are, you know, if you want to call them smut, like sexual focused books that are still have great plots and have great writing. But because girls are having great sex in it they're not going to be held up as high i mean romance the romance genre is a huge money-making genre it is huge and it's just not super respected yeah and it bothers me that it's not i was even i think we had brought up nicholas sparks before and 
I don't think I was trying to remember if any of his books, like I know the notebook had a sex scene, mm-hmm. at least the one I remember from the movie. I don't remember how explicit it was. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, I mean, he's pretty well regarded yeah. and he's not seen, he's known as a romance author, not mm-hmm. as a smut author. And I don't necessarily think that Sarah Jane Moss would be considered that either. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I don't spend a lot of. I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about what other people, how other people like put mm-hmm. these books I like into different genres or yeah any of that. But mm-hmm. I do feel that as a whole. The, the romance genre or books that have positive sex, mm-hmm. women having positive sex, are just given a harder time. Yeah. I think that said something about the patriarchy and the bullshit we live in. So, yeah. You know. Okay. Well, probably it'll come up again. We can yeah. Keep talking about it. But if you're here for the second <laughs> book in the mm-hmm. Knock em Out series. Knock em Out. Things We Hid from the Light. This one was very disappointingly about Nash and Lena, who mm-hmm. I don't give one shit about. Finish the book. Still don't give one shit about. I'm going to go on a tirade right here. And then do I'm it gonna, before the cocktail or after the cocktail? I'm going to do it out before. Because okay. it, it leads Let's, up into we're, the cocktail. We're running rogue on this episode. So this entire book felt like an over-the-top caricature of the previous book. Yes. It felt like a cartoon Every character was a less and dumber version of what they were in the first book. I think the book was either, in the worst case, just poorly written, and in the best case, poorly written for the purpose of being hokey. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the book. Mm-hmm. Is it this, like, joke book? I'm starting to come around to Lucy's score not being one person. Oh, is that a theory? I don't. This is my theory. Oh, I, I'm okay. not like okay. indulge myself a- in the what the internet thinks about it. But this book was so different. Me, I thought so too. The, I mean, the, the individual characters were the dumbest versions possible I of didn't. the people we met in the first book. Specifically, Naomi and Knox. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were they were cartoonish, which is why mm-hmm. this brings me to the cocktail. Oh, okay. So our cocktail is blue. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of blue cocktails. Why? Why? Well, this one is naturally blue. Okay. It's from I think Spirulina. Okay. I actually, I'm glad I'm talking about this. I'm glad I'm going to address it because last week, if you listened to the first Knock 'Em Out book when we recorded, I sounded terrible. Well, come to find out, the next morning I was mm. diagnosed with strep. So I almost infected Allie. Mm. Are you feeling good? I'm feeling good. Got those tonsils out. I ain't going to get strep. Okay. Knock on wood. I'm not going to jinx myself. But you you yeah, would have already good. got it by now. My husband got it good. yesterday. And so I've been like, I, I got my prescription for antibiotics. So I've been like loading up on kombucha all week to okay. build up my probiotics uh-huh. and my healthy gut. And Publix, if you're from the South, you know Publix and a BOGO. Well, they've had, coincidentally and conveniently, my favorite GT's kombucha. Okay. I want to get one this week. And they had a new one that is bright blue. Mm-hmm. So it reminded me of a cartoon. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to, this is what we're going to be drinking. I love it. Yeah. It's not going to make us feel like garbage tomorrow, like everything else cool. we drink that's blue. But mm-hmm. Um, it, this book made me feel blue. As it made well. you so I I so I gave you my two theories. Either it's written on purpose poorly mm-hmm. to be this like absolute parody yeah. of the first book. If that's the case, I still give it a C. I can't grade it because I didn't finish it. <laughs> DNF. It. I don't. Okay. I had debated whether I should tell you this or not. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, but then I was like, no, we're just gonna roll with it. Mm-hmm. I was so excited to read this one. Me well, too. no, let me take that back. I wanted to read. I want to read the next civil, one. Yeah, I want to read mm-hmm. the next one. I didn't care about Nash and Lena, but I was excited to read the same style of book. Whatever, I loved the first one so much. And I probably got five percent of the way in and was like, this is gonna be a DNF. This is like the fastest DNF. But I have to do it for the podcast. And then yesterday I picked it back up. No, day before yesterday. I got like 35% of the way through. Mm-hmm. 
today. I don't know if I'll finish it or not. But dear listeners, here's what you need to know about me. I don't care about a spoiler. I don't give one shit if something is spoiled. It's not going to – spoiling something is does not make me more or less likely to read or watch it. So I'm interested to learn yeah. what happens. There are some things I liked about it, but I agree with – it was so hokey. It got more dumb. ridiculous as the book went along too. Okay. I was – let me just tell you, I'll read my, I only have maybe three notes on this book, and I will read them to you. Late, I can't remember if this is even right or not. I don't think this is actually the line, but it's something about Lady Horndog of the North Virginia Horndogs. She referred to herself as a horndog and then put it, of the Northern Virginia Horndogs, and I wrote, no. She called the what was going on down there sex juice. God. And I wrote, no. Oh, God. Then I wrote. Oh, this was the, the penis yes. interaction with the clitoris. What the fu- she I'm orgasmed. sorry. Yeah. If, if I, first of all, spent a lot of time. I've been married 15 years and my husband and I are rarely apart. We spent a lot of nights. I've spent a lot of nights in a bed with a man. Mm-hmm. Could not think of a scenario. Where that would happen. Where that physically was a possibility that it was like up in there like that and you just wake up to it happening mm-hmm. oh also he's he has her B- breast grabbing in his her hand yes I- squeezing it and then i couldn't <laughs> think of a sonnet i could not think of one touch doing sitting someone over the edge Mm-mm. i mean maybe if if y'all are that horny i mean she's the horniest horn dog in all of northern, northern virginia. virginia i couldn't i was like i cannot read this book <laughs> one thing i loved new dog Piper. Piper. I love, still maintain, mm-hmm. love the dogs being full characters. Uh, that's about all. And then it got, oh, I'm going to keep, I can't. Where I did you stop finish. reading? Because I'll, I'll pick up. Nash was on his way to visit Tina in prison. Okay. So he's like. She okay. has visited. Lena has, but Nash hasn't. Okay. This, so the first book was An Enemies to Lovers. Mm-hmm. Which is my fave. Love yeah. that trip. She Fake tried to recreate that with these two characters, but they hated each other for way too long while still sleeping, sleeping in the same bed, but not having sex because they hated each other. But it's fine. But they had no reason to hate each other. They had no reason to hate each other. There was no reason for them to like or hate each other. There was no basis for any of it. Right. There was no like miscommunication or unspoken things. I mean, everyone has baggage. He was pushy as fuck to a toxic degree, too. His whole, I know that he had trauma, but I need to sleep next to you so I sleep. Nope. No, no, sir. That is not something you demand of me or need of a practical stranger. Mm -hmm. Um, Thought it was all very, I thought he was fucked up. Well, okay. So when we ended the last book, Nash had been shot by. I didn't know who, and we didn't care who, because we don't care about Nash. Mm-mm. But that's what this book was about. So it's he was shot by what we think is this crime boss. It's the crime boss that kidnapped Naomi and Waylay at the end of the last book, and he escapes at the very end. So this book starts off with Nash being guarded by a marshal. Does that happen? If a cop gets shot, do they send a U.S. marshal to guard him all the time? So he's being guarded. Lena's still in town trying to find a Porsche that was... Is that what it was? So she works for an insurance company. And so she brings in... It did sound (laughs) fun. And she liked the job because it it allowed her to travel and move around. And she never had to get close to people. And that's like part of her personality and part of her baggage is Mm -hmm. um, doing things that make her feel alive and so she's in town trying to find this porsche that she thinks that crime boss had stolen Mm -hmm. so that's why she's there nash thinks when he finds out all of this that she is using him and her proximity to him to find her stolen porsche which i'm like who the fuck cares if she is this is a shaky plot she doesn't want to be with you yeah so why would come on like the dumbest dumbest plot and so we know from the last book that Nash is living in Knox's little apartment. Mm-hmm. Above the barbershop. Um, above the barbershop. And 
when Knox finds Lena living in the motel, he moves her into the vacant apartment. Mm-hmm. So in this three apartment complex is Nash, Lena, and my favorite character of the whole book, Miss Tweedy. Mm-hmm. So Miss Tweedy is the old nosy Love it. neighbor. Can't wait to be her. Also runs a class at the gym called Sweat into the Oldies, yes. which apparently like kicks everyone's ass. Uh-huh. She, one of the funniest scenes, when I say funniest, like all of these scenes are so hokey. So like they're written for a sitcom. Mm-hmm. All I could think is a laugh track. Mm-hmm. In my head, there was a laugh track just coming in whenever something stupid happened, which was quite frequent and so she's leading this class Mm -hmm. and Steph and Lena are taking the class and then you have Knox and Nolan the marshal and Nash just oogling Lena while she's working it's so dumb like every scene was just so dumb I hate the nickname Angel. Mm-hmm. If jo- if my husband Josh called me that, I would punch him in the balls. Like, the nicknames in these books are out of control. Yeah. Uh, Leans. Angelina. Lena. Angel. I also don't like if you tell someone your name and they decide to just... A nickname that has a m- meaning is one thing. If you're like, I did this funny thing and they call me this and it came from it. If a man just decided to call me f- something else that wasn't my name i would also punch him straight in the balls like you don't you call someone their name unless you know it's okay not to mm-hmm. he's just like angel well, angelina and she's like that's not my name masturbating in the shower Ugh, she I hate it. this man oh he's so god gross. i forgot about that he's the grossest yeah that was the first any like any sexual scene in this was a masturbation scene which i've and all of i'm not, not that i've read a ton of romance spicy books but that was a first yeah i haven't i as i was reading it i felt odd (laughs) being privy to this very private moment and also the book sucked so (sighs) niami and knox really did not come into the book until i was at like the 36 percent okay so about when i stopped Mm -hmm. okay and when they came into the book Naomi's like mostly tipsy most of the time mm-hmm. and she's wedding planning and she's just oh, the this, dumbest. I took a picture of this. Hang on. Because I well, I'm gonna have some reading. I, I this is when I had some pages. This was a uh, chapter fifteen and it's like text messages that Le- mm-hmm. that Naomi's sending Lena and she, Naomi says, Don't forget we shop for bridesmaids dresses Wednesday. I'm thinking all the F's fall fun and flattering. Sloan. Lena, I think this means she's going to dress us up like pumpkins. Me. Pumpkin is not my color or shape. If that was the text thread I had with you and our other friends, I would like, also... Defriend. Defriend. I will not if be in your you wedding. you said, I'm going to dress you in the three Fs, fall, fun, and flattering, the end of our friendship. I love you deeply. No. It would be the end of our friendship. Their text <laughs> conversations were so unbelievable. It doesn't seem like the last book at all. No. It is written by... I think you were onto something when you're like, some of this felt like it was written by a dude. Some of it doesn't. I mean, Lucy Score is the author on the book. She's the author that maintains her Instagram page. I think there is another person. It was, it's. Okay. This tell is me, the number the five the book again. in all of Kendall right now. I also, can't. it's because everyone liked the first one and wants the third one, and this one is just the first one's book number suffering seven. Suffering through. Mm-hmm. Tell me the rest of the plot. What's happening? Okay, so Knox is like more grumpy and like dumber than he was in the last book. <sighs> it, he's hardly in it, but every time he is, you're just like, "Ew, I don't recognize this character at all." It's I mean, too much of the book is just Lena and Nash just fighting and also fighting their attractions and their internal monologue when they she seems like the kind of person who if you're attracted to someone she just like sleep with them if she wanted she kind of just like does what she wants well also in the Why background she... you have Knox and lucian saying hey lena all he wants to do is get married you're not wanting to do that we're gonna be left with his broken heart which why these dudes are the worst cock blockers in the history of <laughs> friends that cock block. I I will never understand, but this book took it to like an 11 
on cock blocking. So I will say I was interested in like what's going on with Duncan Hugo and I was interested. That's why I might keep reading it is because I wanted to. I can tell you. Just tell me. Okay. Well, I'm trying. I don't want to miss any of the plot. I'm just really struggling to come up with any of the plot that happened between where you stopped and the very end. Just tell me the plot. It doesn't matter. So at 67%, Lena and Nash finally have sex. Oh, God. Another spoiler, four days later, they're engaged. Four four days? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. He proposes while they're being shot at, while they're being shot at by uh, Hugo. What's his name? Duncan Hugo. Duncan Hugo. God, that's a stupid name. Or was it his dad? His dad's the big wig. Yeah. His dad is not in it. His dad's not a player. Okay. I guess, like, the feds are trying to get his dad. I bet he comes in in the third book, because Lucian seems like the... Oh, I bet so. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Mm, Good foreshadowing. So everyone is on the same team and they're trying to get Duncan Hugo. Kind of in the background, you know that Nash fired one of the last remaining cops from the last Mm -hmm. chief who's just like, he pulled over a black couple that that was speeding like one mile over. Was really almost a DNF for me there too. So the cop pulled over the black couple instead of one of his buddies. And this was all while Nash was out. So Nash found out about it. He fired him. And he he didn't fire him. He was he, he was like suspended with pay. Suspended with pay. And he ended up he had to like give him whatever. He ends up firing I'll him. I'll tell you real quick what bothered me about that and made me also almost DNF mm-hmm. it again is that the black couple that was pulled over by this like shithole cop they felt the need to include in the storyline that he was a physicist or something and his wife was a civil rights lawyer. And I was like, it would be wrong even if they weren't a civil rights lawyer and a physicist. And it really bothered me that 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 was like important. That was important to share or even like bring up in the story. And it felt very like icky. Icky. And Mm then it just, I did not like that at all anyway. Um, Well, that is, so that specific traffic stop is what spurs on him firing this cop the cop ends up being the person that shot nash to begin with because he was mad that he didn't get to be chief okay so he teamed up with duncan hugo okay there's a lot going on in this little town yeah (laughs) but i grew up in a dramatic small town so you find out that that's like they're in it together lena gets kidnapped at the grocery store god everybody getting kidnapped the night before Naomi and Knox's wedding. So Naomi and Knox also Jeez get married. Their wedding is at the very end of this. I, the wedding was actually really sweet. Cause we because like those like characters. Brought you back to the, the characters from the last Were the book. dogs in the wedding? Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm like still reading. He was the ring bear. <laughs> um, so Lena gets kidnapped. She escapes and she ends up like putting a pitchfork through Duncan Hugo what the fuck yeah so he gets he gets he he lives but that's what? how she yeah he gets stabbed three times with a pitchfork three times the one that like doesn't go down so duncan hugo gets arrested and he's whatever he's fine he's going to jail the other one that doesn't go down is his name is tate that's the cop the cop's name was tate devlin or tate something, something. tate basically says like i'm not i'm not no you guys are not leaving here alive and, and they're in this standoff. Lena takes off in the stolen Porsche. She's like, I got my Oh, wait, car. they found the Porsche? The Porsche okay. is in this warehouse. And she leaves Nash to take out Tate. He's like, this is my guy. I'm going to end this. And in the dumbest way, she's like, okay, I'm going to take my Porsche. So she gets out of there. And before Nash can fire on Tate, the old police this chief. This is way better than reading it. The old police chief that hired Tate that now feels bad because he's such a bad guy. He comes up behind him and (gasps) shoots him like seven times. The guy's like 80. Yeah, I thought he was kind of shitty too. He's kind of shitty. And I guess it's supposed to be like his redemption arc. Oh. But Tate didn't have any gut bullets in his gun. So like, and Nash knew all of this. So he wasn't going to shoot him. He was just going to arrest him. But the other cop came in from behind who's not a cop anymore yeah so it's like the old something's probably gonna town. happen there i don't need he this shitty tate. good old boy i don't need a redemption, to have arc. redemption arc. yeah like if tina doesn't get one neither do you no i don't need you to have one it felt okay 
So that's how it ends. While they were being shot at by Tate, um, before, yeah, he said, I lo- they said their I love yous and I want to marry you and I'm going to get you the biggest ring I can find. And she's really excited all of a sudden because that's the way this book works is nothing makes any fucking sense. I just give this a, I mean, I didn't read it. Um, a, par- a partial F. Just I'm like, I'm going to go through my notes and the things that like drove me nuts. So Lena is getting a coffee from Justice <laughs> and over and over they refer to like needing coffees the size of buckets, which again come on with the coffee like we get it people like coffee Mm -hmm. we don't have to harp on it constantly she's so excited that he remembers her name she's like justice "Mm -hmm." that she's like god i'm like really loving this town like i have friends he knows my name have these so people just casually, never been to a small town or like had a local coffee shop, a neighbor coffee shop? Who like, knows? Or a friend. This is not that weird. One friend. So she throws, she's like, I threw a 20 in the tip jar and then walked away with my bucket of coffee. I'm like, you know, he remembers your fucking name because you're tipping him $20. That is bananas. <laughs> Zelda is <laughs> Lena's research assistant that she calls for like insight into like hey i'm looking for this person can you tell me where they live wait hold up go back to the coffee thing for one <laughs> second i will say today our little local coffee shop the closest one next to us we went with the kids in the car they're asking for stuff it's like early in the morning we're trying to get out to this house drive-thru? we're remodeling the drive through okay. and josh is trying to order we're all like throwing things at him you know and he's <laughs> just gave the most ridiculous i don't know how the person taking the order even comprehended everything josh threw at him because the boys wanted chocolate milk and then josh said can i get an one large black iced coffee and one large black coffee and the person somehow knew that he meant an iced and hot yeah anyway it was just hilarious and then they gave us an extra ham and cheese croissant and Ooh. i'm convinced it's because they're just like these people have it's a rough morning going on and i will say i was like I already go to this coffee shop every day anyway, but this is where I would go every day because this little this little <laughs> this thing, thing just made a difference. So maybe Did you tip them twenty? No, I think it's just, you know, dollar, two dollars. I yeah. usually do like a dollar per coffee. So Yeah. I don't know if that's okay. But No. Why well, what it makes it easy when you just say like twenty. We're just getting black coffees yeah. when I get me. Anyway, so I'm making fun of Lena, but kinda get it. Oh my god, Lena's the dumbest. Okay. So Zelda is Lena's research assistant and she can never say knock them out so the Frenchie first she's like is it hard to what's say it going on and knock them up oh my god. which is kind of funny it's kind of funny but and then i said god is this going to end with the pregnancy does it they can go fuck themselves no it doesn't okay, no, but the, uh nash and lena talk about wanting to have kids too okay of course because that's what makes a woman whole um <laughs> did you read about the soccer game no okay so lena and nash nash is like rude to lena for the 12th time and she's mad and basically says like i don't want you around any of my family i don't want you around any of my friends and you just like get out of here after you're done with this job and she's like well i'm in this fucking wedding Mm -hmm. so whatever so they all show up at waylay's soccer game okay sloan is drinking a bloody mary oh out of a cup um Naomi just constantly sings drunk throughout this whole entire book. So I don't know if she was drinking or if I think it talks about her just drinking wine all the time. So maybe she had wine in her cup. Lena is not drinking because you find out part of her backstory is when she was playing soccer in high school, like she has a heart palpitation and she died. That does not make sense for the things that happen in her life and how she reacts to them. But that's her backstory. Mm -hmm. Um, Much like the rest of this book. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> um, but the soccer scene is bananas. So first you have the three girls gossiping about their sexual exploitations. And then Knox walks up. Mm-hmm. And he's Madalena for some reason. So he's like scowling. And then Steph walks up. And Steph doesn't know what's going on. And Steph is like the foil to everyone's mm-hmm. dumb character. He's the best character in this whole book. He was consistent. Mm-hmm. Okay. He wasn't in it enough. Oh, I wonder if the fourth book is going to be like him and... Oh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. God, I hope so. I would I'd rather love a read solid, about that. Yeah, I'd, that would be fun. And Waylay ends up having to break up a fight between all of the friends. No. So I wrote, the soccer scene was absolute insanity. This book is fucking nuts. 
And then the next line I wrote that I quoted was they're at a bar and they're at the bar with the Silver Fox, the other bar that's in Knock em Out. And the bartender, I think his name is Joel, mm-hmm. who is this wise sage. What? If I had a bar like book. a Joel with a Joel at it, I'd Joel go to that comes bar over and he's like, it sounds like this is what you mean. And this is how you're feeling. Like, and it's an absolute parody. These are not real characters. Mm-hmm. These are not real people. Everything is so fucking unbelievable. Yeah. In this book. But um, say or Sage, Joel the Sage comes over and gives Lena, who's not drinking anymore because of her. Now heart. she's addressing her heart palpitations. Now? Like 20 years it, later. Okay. Um, Ma'am. He's like, here's a bowl of some unfingered nuts. Un- I'm sorry, and she's what? like, thank she, you for says, these unfingered nuts. It's written out? Yes. Unfingered nuts. And so I'm guessing like he took peanuts like out of the bag, which I would assume what? every peanut I am served has been unfingered. Anyway, that was. Oh, no, wait. Just... I'm so upset. If someone used mm-hmm. the word unfingered to me, I would lose my mind. I would never go back to that bar. So my choices are fingered nuts or unfingered or, nuts? Wh- like, who are you serving the fingered nuts, sir? <laughs> That's a health code violation. I don't think anyone is worried about things like health codes. All right. What else? Tell me. Tell me what else you did not. All right. So in the last book, it talks about how Knox, which I thought this was sweet in the last one, even if it was a little outlandish and unbelievable, how Knox took care of the waitresses at his yeah. bar when it was they were all cycling together and everyone was on the period so he like brought tampons and weird, chocolate but yes weird as that fuck. also made me think it was written by man so this book took it to the next level there are placards on every table that say shark week no 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 i'm no, gonna no, no. i'm gonna read you a little snippet no mm-hmm. it, it's oh, okay Knowing the drill, I grabbed an empty two-top and did not attempt to flag Max the server, who was busy adjusting the peel-and-stick heating pad on her abdomen with one hand while stuffing a chocolate cupcake into her mouth with the other. Max would take my order when she was good and ready, and I would get my drink when Silver the bartender was done shocking the shit out of a burly biker dude's abs with a mini electrotherapy machine. It was a new addition to Shark Week's crappy hour. Electrical impulses from the electrode-stimulated period pain. Knock-em-out's residents weren't ones to back down from a challenge, and I had to admit it was pretty entertaining to watch tatted bikers and buff farmer types line up for their turn to try and walk with level 10 period cramps. I wish everyone could see my face right now. Okay, I'm not mad necessarily about the idea of crappy hour where you strap a period simulator on dudes. That actually seems pretty funny. I Shark Week? No. Also, do you know that when most women, I mean, there are, your period can be debilitating. Like, there are plenty of women for whom it is Mm -hmm. excruciating. But we also are forced in our society to live our lives. I'm not walking around shoveling chocolate this is so cliche it, it is a it I'm, is a oh they just have to shovel chocolate in their mouths and walk around with heat pads and it's a caricature of what it, a woman is on her period and but that's it's a car- what yes. she's trying to pass off as the real story in this town that we like are kind of invested in i'm kind of mad about this book. would i would i go to crappy hour if they gave if they were like if you're a woman you get a drink special men we strap a period simulator well, do you want to hear the drinks are no do it. yeah but no so what'll it be feel like trying a crappy hour special we got half priced bloody marys and a cocktail silver came up with called the red death it tastes like shit and it'll fuck you up suit yourself this is after lena says no thank you max sighed i'll be back after the my doll kicks in no no like no no i haven't heard my doll since i was a teenager because like every other fucking adult i take ibuprofen yeah (laughs) i was so mad it was, a joke. It's a joke. It is a joke book. It has to be a joke book that Lucy's best friend or someone that hates her said, do this next. Also, like... You're popular and 
it is doing true fine. that sure if you were women are when i had female roommates i don't even say i hate that term female for some reason when i was living with other girls we're all on our periods they did sort of sync up there's not an exact we it never got to the point where to the day we're all having the same week like, it can happen over time. Probably not all the waitresses at a bar are having their cycle perfectly in sync with each other for a whole week. That you can time your... That you can time your happy your time your happy, happy hour to. Mm-hmm. That you would put placards on every table to let everyone know to be sweet. It also feels... I don't, I don't know. No. No, no, no. I'm upset. I'm so upset by this book. Um... Happy, also, happy about the drag queen story hour. Oh, yes. So while that. <laughs> I was refilling my drink, I'm like, oh, I never looked up the one-star reviews because I felt like this entire episode was going to be a one-star review of just funny things that I'd written down in my notes about how much I hated this book. And Allie looked it up, and most of the one-star reviews are because it includes a drag queen story hour. At the library, when they're, like, walking through, they're like, I walked Which past is drag such a, queen I forgot that hour. happened. Also, like... I am very pro drag queen. Yeah, and if a drag queen wants to read a story to my kid, go for fuck it. Fuck yeah, <laughs> please. Happy to support that. Well over Shark Week at my local bar. Yes, I, I mean it wasn't a memorable part of the story. It was, it's people just made. But like, people are we all so have to shitty. One star review it because yeah. of this. we were like not because I of might it's give a it five book. stars, but like you know what, this book sucked. <laughs> the least offensive part of it was the drag queen story hour. I know. That's what you dumbasses came up with? I hate this world. I'm over it. I'm over these people. But You know what's never mentioned is how Lena and Knox used to fuck. Never comes up. They're just best friends now. She's a groomsman. Okay, here's one thing about that plot line. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Here's one thing about that plot line. It was completely unnecessary. They could have just been friends back in high school or college. Could be like we were just really good friends and it never worked out. We just never had a thing for each other, and that could have been it. Yeah, she didn't have to talk about his penis and how great it was. No, Mm -mm. it could have. I feel like that didn't have to be part of the story at all. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, rage in the earth. I'm gonna rage. Do you want me to read some reviews? You have more stuff. You have more. Um, I have some more stuff. Okay. Okay. So finally, sixty-seven percent of the book. Find a fucking Lily, Lena Nash. Do the dirty. I made a hand motion. Yeah, I wish I didn't see that. But yeah, they they did it. <laughs> they Just came did very it. naturally. <laughs> so after they have sex, they Nash wants to take her out on a first date. That's like pretty important to him, which is like <laughs> okay, also one man. of the dumbest. It's such a stupid fucking book. He takes her to this date where he fingers her to try to give her an orgasm while they're at dinner. That take and much. The bad girl talk he just keeps calling her a bad girl which there's a lot i i feel like this is in a different episode where we talk about i'd love to have one of our husbands like as a sounding board like this is fucking weird right like yeah in if you ever watch porn like do who teaches guys to say this shit i don't want to kink shame anyone no 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 no. sure he just uh-uh. keeps calling her a bad girl, which she's not. Like, she talks to her parents every day. Like, she doesn't, doesn't break the law. She just wears leather boots sometimes. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Lucy? <laughs> I do think it is funny what they, like, she's supposed to seem like the bad girl. And she's just, she really does work she at just, insurance. She works at an insurance company. I mean, she's just like a cool insurance job, but she's not like... A but she's, she's yeah. Like, I, she's never been arrested. Good of a guy for me. I mean, like oh the bag. I'm like Studley Do Right. Stud. Oh, I can't. This this is like my favorite podcast I'm, we've ever done. I'm I gonna take it book. over the top before we go to one star reviews. Uh-huh. Um. Oh my god. He so on the way home. So after their first date, after he gives her an orgasm at the table at the Italian restaurant. She returns a favor by giving him a blowjob in the car on the drive home. This is a cop, mind you, which it feels, even just reading it, I was very scared for their that driving. Like their safe is not decision. a safe choice, Mr. Cop. He pulls over to tell her, you have to register that mouth of yours as a lethal weapon. <laughs> no, no. Again, I don't want to keek shame anyone. I, I feel like I have to come to terms with what turns me on. 
But uh, dear husband, if you're listening, it is none of this garbage. Like, what the fuck? It's Hands so weird. Down my to favorite read. podcast. Oh my done. god, it's so so awkward because it's dumb. Like, even if you enjoy, I don't know that I would classify bad girl is dirty talk it seems like what but, i would have thought mm. dirty talk was in middle school they're oh, eating he's like cannolis and he's like oh open up bad girl like it's so bizarre oh you better register that mouth as a lethal <laughs> this is a is it written do we think it's written by like a 10th grade boy who wants I, to be a cop I when he grows up couldn't tell you <laughs> ride but motorcycles? yeah but like a, he's kind of woke He's like, I really want to be a cop, but a good one. So I'm going to bring in all the trope. I'm going to bring. Drag queen, drag queen yeah. happy hour. I'm going to check like the some good boxes. cop, cop, propaganda. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to fire the racist cop. <laughs> but I'm going to make it as awkward as possible in doing so. And then I'm going to call her a, a bad girl. I'm gonna, oh, God. And they wear cowboy boots and tank tops at the bar. Oh, my God. Could it be? <laughs> and is his name fucking Lucian? Probably. He made himself a dumb character. That's also called Lucy. I cannot get it together. Um. Oh, oh, okay. So this is not the the final straw. I'm going to give you a final straw in a second that's going to blow your fucking mind. But also, Nash breaks up with Lena. Oh. Yeah, like a day after this first date. Oh. About okay. a day before he proposes, he pulls a Knox. It I is, can't do it. It's like, oh, I'm going to be like my dad. I can't do it. These people just need therapy. It, it was, God, like, I feel like that was the nail in the coffin when he broke up with her. I'm like, oh, he broke up for the same reason that Knox broke up with Dumb Naomi dumbs. in the first book. This doesn't have to keep happening. No. You're the dumb one that convinced Knox, Knox to, to go back to Naomi for the same reason. <sighs> anyway, Lena, like, was like, I think you're being kind of shitty. And she just walked out and he chased her down mm-hmm. and grabbed her and you know manhandled her um okay best scene okay so while lena was kidnapped so this is the night before <laughs> Knox and Naomi's wedding. And I'm laughing. Um, so they're at the grocery store because they're getting stuff for the bachelorette party that's going to be back at the house with the daughter like the waylay anyway so it's a very tame bachelorette party lena gets kidnapped from the grocery store she tries calling Knox mm-hmm. to tell him like what's happening before she gets kidnapped because she knows something's brewing and or she tries calling Nash. Nash though is getting her name tattooed on his ass. Uh, just mm-hmm. by just for shits and giggles just because, because he, wants he it? knows that she's the one. But why if she's the one why is it on your ass? Yeah, I mean these are all good questions, but then you find out it's not her name. It's angel wings. No, no. Wait, a, a picture of angel wings on his ass? Uh-huh. Like one on each cheek is what I'm envisioning. Oh, oh God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like the crack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just, just going to say yes. He did a wing on each cheek. <laughs> God, no, it's not that. <laughs> direction this book went is he would just have well in the middle of getting the tattoo can you imagine getting a ticket a speeding ticket from someone who had angel wings tattooed on his ass Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) okay yep so there it is i wish this book book would have been hid from the light but I, uh, it's number five and kindle i will always struggle with when it's like a female author i want to support women i want to be like lucy score you do you write those books people love it but if it's a 10th grade boy i didn't like this book though i didn't like it lucy we like support you woman to woman (laughs) support you (laughs) i want you to keep writing we're gonna read the next one we're gonna read the next one i loved the first one Mm -hmm. this wasn't my i don't know why she went here first because this lena was a new character it has to be i think i feel like she probably actually has the like crime plot written oh. out in her head and had to go with this one because it like fit the crime plot god that gives lucy's score a lot of credit that i really think that's i, I liked the crime story that's why i was mm-hmm. still reading it because i wanted to know i was hoping it wasn't just the porsche honestly that lena was after i thought she was going to be like a working for a like the fbi or something more exciting mm-hmm. 
I wanted to be like an art heist. I don't know why I wanted to be like fancy art. And she she was, does like that's so in the before you know what she was looking for. That it was a letdown. She was like, oh, I've I found this. I used to, she used to be a bounty hunter until she decided that was just not as exciting as finding stolen art or yeah, stolen like because that seems like the coolest job. But a Porsche. It's an antique Porsche. Apparently, it had the owner's ashes in the trunk. I mean, that's kind of funny. Yeah, this book was just, it was out of control. It needed to be reined in. That's... The editor, you suck so much ass. (laughs) Sorry. I'm not going to call you out, but you're bad at your job. Okay. I'm going to read some. I'm just looking at one star reviews right now that are not about the drag queen story hour all you people need to calm down there are some funny ones okay this one's simple short short and sweet holy fuck these people are pushing 40 and act like this which is also how i felt yeah also if any of my friends were acting like this those tech like any so in in the book there was a lot of pages where it would just detail what was going on in the text threads um so unbelievable was their conversations mm-hmm. um oh i agree with this one i don't know that it's funny this says lena being the magic cure to nash's depression is ridiculous why is nash in insta lust all of a sudden with his brother's college ex-girlfriend <laughs> just very true all right yeah that's never brought up i mean i feel like in the first book, when Nash was talking to Naomi, Knox immediately brought up, even though he loved Naomi, like, oh, you're taking my leftovers. Like, he was so ugly about it. It doesn't even come up <sighs> that they used to have sex. And now Nash is fucking her or Ew. interested in her. Okay, this is another good one. Sometimes the best way to hide from the light is to shut yourself in a dark room, pull up the covers, close your eyes, and have a good night's sleep. This is what the characters in this book should have done. <laughs> Oh, man. You know what, though? <laughs> if you go to hell, they force you to read this book as a punishment <laughs> for your sins. I mean, I feel like people just have some in their back pocket, you know? They probably say that to all the ones they hate. I never, I've never given a one-star review on Goodreads. I'm not going to for this one. I just won't review it. And I'm not going to tag Lucy's score mm-hmm. in the Instagram post because that just feels ugly. But, um, God damn it. I will say... We recorded the last podcast on Sunday. The Covenant school shooting in Nashville was on mm-hmm. Monday, so we released it anyway on Tuesday. We didn't have we didn't record anything to say about it. Some people cope with trauma and mm-hmm. terrible shit different ways. This book was a little nice to have. I mean, there's an is- escape. I mean, definitely escape. Like, everything in this book was not real. I know it had a cop in it, and I know there was a shooting in it, and that probably sounds insensitive, and I get that. I I hope everyone knows that everyone is different in the way they cope, and some people need some way to escape the hellish um, world that we live in. But um, I feel like it provided me that this week. It was so over the top and so just stupid mm-hmm. that it my brain needed it did not think at all good about the book we read good that's good yeah that's good. but if you also live in tennessee mm-hmm. i am so so sorry that this is the week we've all had it's, it's awful call your congressman in tennessee even if you don't live in tennessee because you should call your senators because there's there's legislation that can be voted on mm-hmm. that you can also encourage your senators if you don't live in a state as back fucking terrible. Yeah. As I would say, too, if you do live in Nashville, Nashville, I'll just give a shout out. There's been a lot of great activism organization going on in the state. I would suggest following Equity Alliance is a really good one mm-hmm. that we've stayed in touch with. East Nashtivists is one that I can find stuff on a lot of times. Yeah, make sure you just stay involved, stay in the loop, stay 
aware of all the things that you can be a part of to make a difference. So yeah. you can get out of this hell hole and not have to read terrible <laughs> romance novels to try to pretend we aren't <laughs> living in this world. Um, next week, we are not sure what we're going to read. Not that it even matters because if you we, have a sh- we have a short week. We do. Before um, we have to record again. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got one that we've already read and then one we're going to try to read that we don't know anything about. We don't know anything about except one TikTok I found. Yeah. So, and I have I, th- I have high hopes. Okay. I have high hopes in it producing a fun conversation regardless of the books, I will say. Yeah. The cover looks interesting. The cover will be the first cover that has a shirtless man on the front. Ooh. I thought spicy. about trying to find like a Harlequin. Oh, that would be fun. I follow. I'm not going to immediately remember her handle. Talk about it another week. There's a girl I follow who does. She also has a podcast or is going to start a podcast. Uh She, I think I've sent you her stuff before where she does a lot of like vintage romance novels. She talks about like the artists and I would love to read something she recommends. Okay. If you want to read like a like a we traditional, it, I think because I don't know that they no have some that on. I've read some, she recommends some that are on Kindle Unlimited that okay. aren't like they're not vintage. She's mm-hmm. there's some like modern ones, but they're that genre of like yeah. historical fiction set in a bodice ripper kind of thing. Yeah. I've I read a few she's that. recommended that I've actually really enjoyed. Okay, if you want to read one of those, but we could also go to like McKay's and see if we can find one she oh, recommends. That would be so fun, and try to find like a real old. If you're in Nashville or anywhere in Tennessee, I think they're only in Tennessee. They're in Chattanooga. There's one here. McKay's is the freaking best. It's like a mall of used books, and it's really well organized. And I think it's also, a cha- is it a, it's a chain, right? There's other McKay's elsewhere. I've only seen one in Chattanooga in here. But uh, maybe, maybe it's just the two. Maybe it is just the two. Um, but it is. I mean, used bookstores are awesome. This one is like the mother of all used bookstores. It it's is. like, oh, do you want a new book? Great, you can get at McKay's because someone has sold back their copy it's great i want to find this girl's hang on one second okay i did find her um handle on tiktok it is chels c-h-e-l-s underscore ebooks and i love following her it's so funny she even when she posts some of the books she's talking about she's gotten flagged because it's like the covers of old romance novels so she made little cutout t-shirts and shorts and like tapes them on the cover so she doesn't get flagged by tiktok best i would love to read one that she recommends oh my god okay um we should do i'd love to do an old school one yeah i would too i've never i've never oh my god i've never dipped my toe into my mom never had anything like that we should do it okay so maybe well we've we've still got some spice in us basically is what we're saying yeah Yeah, i'm not ready to quit (laughs) all right well we'll be back with more spice Thank you for hanging out tonight. It was a weird night. (laughs) It was a weird night. It was a fun one. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you back next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of The Book Report with Allie and Rach. You can find us on Instagram at Book Report Podcast. You can find us on TikTok at at Book Report Podcast. And if you want to write us an email, you can write us an email at thebookreportpod at gmail.com.